Jared, and welcome to the Fixate and Binge Podcast, where we discuss our fixation with movies and television, and those that we consider absolutely binge-worthy right now. All right, welcome everybody to Fixate and Binge Podcast. We have an interesting lineup today. We are going to talk about the upcoming summer films that we've seen, that we plan to see, and that maybe a couple of those that we do not plan to watch at all. Joe, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right. How about yourself, Jared? Fantabulous. Uh, rocking a mask right now. <laughs> Been dealing with COVID all week long, and uh, you're risking your life to be here. But luckily, we are social distancing, so we'll probably be okay. Awesome. Yeah, I, um, I, 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 for some reason, I am I'm immune to COVID. I would love to just catch COVID at this point, just to get over it, get it over with. You have superior genes is what I'm thinking. <laughs> you know, that scene in the matrix where Neo is like dodging the bullets. In bullet <laughs> yeah, that's, time. You. that's me dodging COVID for the last two years. Honestly, come and get me COVID. I've had it twice. So I'm one of those extras that just get shot right away. <laughs> it's, right. it's depressing, yeah. but whatever. You're an easy target. I if think this was, so. If this was tag, you'd be the first one out. Yeah, Jared. I'd be on the sidelines all the time. <laughs> That's right. So we've got, we made a little list here, didn't we? We did, yes. And some of the movies here, so basically what I did today is I went and looked at the website of our local uh, theaters and I found the list of all the stuff that's playing now, like I said, there's some stuff that I do want to see. There's some stuff that I won't see. And there's one that I've actually already seen. So let's just jump into it. First of first on the list is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. First of all, I got to say, the title seems ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anytime you put madness, I don't know, it just sounds like a... I don't know, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Sounds like a and everything type of a recipe, you, you know, Susie's cake of madness, you know, you pick everything that's left over in the fridge and you throw it into a crock pot or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I was, I, I, not to sound completely nerdy here. I think it's a, it's a play on mountain of madness by HP Lovecraft. One of those great sci-fi uh, writers, but yeah, multiverse, they managed to, work that in. It's kind of a mouthful. It is definitely a mouthful. So you've seen this, right? I have. And uh, I saw it for a couple reasons. One, um, like maybe many of you, uh, once it's like watching the first two Saw movies. If you were dumb enough to watch the first... I would first... never watch those. <laughs> okay, let me maybe use something else. Maybe um, watching um, the first uh, couple Police Academy movies. <laughs> they made nine of them, right? <laughs> And you watch the first couple and you're like, great, that's it. I'm, I'm in for the whole damn nine franchise. I'm in for the whole thing, right? So you watch the first Marvel movies um, that have come out, you know, phase three, phase four. I don't know what, what phase we're in now. So I was going to watch it anyway. But, but because I have Disney Plus mm. and the cost of going to the movies is so exorbitant, I'm like, well, maybe I'll wait till that streams. But when they announced Sam Raimi as the director, I'm like, okay, I'm all in. Got to do it. Yeah. Okay. So what'd you think? It was definitely a Sam Raimi Marvel movie. What What else has Sam Raimi directed? Okay. So Sam Raimi is, is, a, is, a, is renowned. He's a legend because at 20 years old, he made his first movie called The Evil Dead. Huh. 
and I've it's a that. classic. I haven't seen it, but I've seen yeah. you know, trailers for it. it. I mean, Evil Dead is um, it, it's a masterpiece. Uh, yeah. A masterpiece in the sense that given to what Sam Raimi was willing to do to just make the film happen. He was, you know, he was the set designer. I mean, there's so much more wow. movie trivia about this. Someone listening to this probably knows a whole library of stuff about it. But You're assuming that we have people listening to this. <laughs> That's right. You're out there, right? <laughs> Knock if you can hear us, right? Um, and so I've, I've loved that film. Um, I remember watching it on VHS tape in the 1980s at my friend's house because something like that, uh, if, if anything like that had been in the house, the parents would have called for an exorcism to be performed in the house. Um, uh, it's hilarious. And it's got Bruce Campbell, who is Sam Raimi's personal friend, and he plays the title character in The Evil Dead. And so every time Sam Raimi makes a movie, he finds a role for his pal, Bruce Campbell. Okay. And there is a very funny cameo of Bruce, Cam- uh, Bruce Campbell in uh doctor strange and the multiverse of madness just put it this way stay to the credits stay to the the end of the i always do because they always sneak stuff in there yeah um it is going to be i think it could be a little confusing if you haven't been watching disney plus's marvel tv shows that Mm. tie into this oh they're tying shows into the movie now oh yeah yeah. Uh, I'm going to be lost. You might be because, um, so the first Marvel TV superhero TV show that they, they uh, launched on Disney Plus is WandaVision. And it has to do with the character Wanda Maximoff, who, of course, is the Scarlet Witch, mm-hmm. and her husband, who is a sentient robotic being known as Vision, played by Paul Bettany. And the, I won't give it away, but the TV show, it's weird. It's definitely different, but it's worth watching. Um, and then that kind of introduces the concept of, um, it kind of tells her backstory. And then Loki, which is the other TV character, of course, uh, played by Tom Hiddleston, um, he introduces the concept of multiverses. Hmm. So alternate realities. Right. And if you watch those two Disney Plus TV shows, and you can watch the full season. They're available. Okay. WandaVision and Loki, you will be all caught up with the concept of multiverse, which is helpful, but not essential to enjoy the movie. All right. If it's not essential, I'll probably skip it, okay. Okay. <laughs> to be totally honest. Yeah. I mean, I'm going, this is almost feels like a deep dive. I, I, I would say it just added an extra layer, but you can still enjoy the film on its own merits. All right, that's good. I, visually, just based on the trailer, it looks amazing. Yeah. And the first one was, I love the first one. It was incredible. The story was, it was solid. Yeah. I, I thought it was a great storyline. Very exciting visually. It moved along at a good pace. So, how does this one compare in that regard? Um, it, it it it's uh, it it does just fine. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch, um, of course, is uh, Stephen Strange. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want to give anything away. I don't believe in spoilers for things like this, but um, uh, he does fine. I mean, the acting is just it's great. It's absolutely fine. Uh, I will say that there's some interesting um, introductions of some characters. Uh, do we have a, a very Randy housefly? Yes, we do. Oh, that's all right. He's, he's, he's tuning in. Um, <laughs> there's, a, there's a multiverse that they go to in this film, and you're going to see some different superheroes and maybe some familiar faces if you're 
you know, caught up on these okay, Marvel so characters. Why should anyone go see this? I think spectacle alone is okay. good. All right. And so, if you've been watching all the Marvel, the yeah. other Marvel films. If you're a fan of it anyway, yeah. it, of course, go see it. Yeah, just add it. Yeah. Um, so depending on your pocketbook, I mean, inevitably, it's going to end up on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Um, but I think it needs to be seen on the big screen because of the spectacle. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. All right. I'm definitely going to go see it. Awesome. Now, one I've seen, uh, I saw the, the trailer for is Morbius, once again, in the Marvel Universe here. They are producing a lot of material. <laughs> uh, I've seen a lot of memes about Morbius. Not super flattering, I will say. Uh, and I have no preconceived notion of this until I literally looked at the trailer today. So I've never heard of Morbius before. Have you seen it? I haven't. I don't even know if it's out yet. It, I think it, it must be since there's so many memes. <laughs> I know a couple things about it. I haven't seen it. Um, I mean, half the time I just ignore what critics are saying and I go and see it. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm hearing that it is a dumpster fire. It's it's just a huge waste of an interesting character. Um, I I read somewhere that the head writers, screenwriters, whatever that came up with the story, whatever that they've had some box office bombs, uh -huh. and everyone's kind of scratching their head and going, "So, uh, how did they get handed this if they've been bombing everywhere else?" Yeah, it's kind of surprising. Yeah, yeah. Looking at just watching the trailer, it it looks like. It's the Bat version of Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. But they can't call him Batman because that's already taken. Right. But that would be the natural yeah. thing to call him Batman. And 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 just so everyone knows, and I'm assuming, I, I mean, I, I don't read comic books um, or graphic novels. I haven't for many, many decades. Yeah. So if somebody out there, if you're a Spider-Man fan, because I believe, I think Morbius is in the Spider-Man. I believe so. He's one of the Spider-Man villains. Um you probably have a lot more to say on this than we do. I'm just judging it by its look uh, and what critics are saying. I don't think it's. Yeah. I'll wait. I'll, I'll stream it for free. Yeah, I'll, I think I'll stream <laughs> it too. I think I'd stream that. Yeah. All right. Uh, how about Top Gun Maverick? I haven't seen it. I'm hearing incredible things about it. I'm actually gonna see it tomorrow night on a date with the okay wife. cool yeah. did you did you see? Obviously, you saw the first one. I did way back in 1980. Six or something? I mean, I mean, didn't I mean? I think everybody saw pretty it. much. When, weren't they showing it in kindergarten? I mean, <laughs> you had to. It was almost like a requirement, right? A required watching. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, um, I, 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 I was impressed with it then. No, mm -hmm. I did not want to join the air force. No, but I know a lot of well, people. He was did. in the navy. Okay. Oh, he was in the navy. Wow. I am. Jeez. I Learn your armed forces. Sorry, armed forces <laughs> crowd. You can you can leave me hate mail later. <laughs> Holy cow! Yeah, so it's um, um, I mean, I, I, you, you look at it and you're just amazed by what Tom Cruise is still doing for the, movies. The guy has an incredible track record. I yeah. mean, he has been a part of some really excellent franchises and just some amazing films over the years. So yeah, and for nostalgia's sake alone, I will definitely go see it. And because the one recommendation I got is from my mother and she said she absolutely loved it. So oh, wow. I have to go, I have to go okay. see it then. So, <laughs> you know, that's enough for me. I mean, I even saw in the trailers that there is an obligatory shirts off volleyball scene. Rad. So I'm so glad they brought that back as an homage. Heck yeah. 
<laughs> I'm definitely there for that. For sure. <laughs> yeah, I hear that the 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 action sequences are top notch um, and seamless. Like okay. it feels like you're in the cockpit. Cool. And it's cool. nuts. Like a flight simulator. That'll be that'll be fun to see. Just yeah. for the action alone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. The first Top Gun, the story was interesting but cheesy. Yeah. The details were a little cheesy, but <laughs> whatever. It's it was fighter jets. It was fun. I remember on a scout campout, these dorks. Uh, okay, I'm a scout, so I'm a dork too. I'm I'm right with them. <laughs> but I remember these dorks in our scout campout. Um, we met some girls in New, in New Mexico, and they started to sing. You've lost that love and feeling <laughs> from the Top Gun movie. All and it right. was cringe. It was so love cringe. It. I mean, it's as bad as someone like pulling out a, an acoustic guitar and singing extremes more than words. Oh, come on. That's a great song. <laughs> Actually, one time I was in the Air Force. Okay. Uh, oh. And I was, I was working in the office. We, yeah. we accounted for jet fuel. Okay. A million gallons we, we, we accounted for. It. Anyway, that song, More Than Words, came on the radio. <laughs> yeah. And my coworker, literally without a word, he got up from his desk, marched over, and just pounded that radio off. <laughs> <laughs> I asked him, said, hey, uh, did you have a bad breakup once? <laughs> he didn't say a word. <laughs> so... Oh man! You, how, how do we get on this tangent? I don't I know. I yeah, can't remember. I, 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 there's these music, these songs. <laughs> you know, I mean, and and some of these songs. My goodness, even like Celine Dion's song, "My Heart Will Go On" yeah. for the Titanic. Yeah, I felt besieged by that song. Oh, for, I could go for nowhere. months. Yeah, and even still, it still bugs me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, so that's a definite watch. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, now you said you wanted to talk about the movie Men. Oh my gosh. Tell me about that. I've heard zero Ooh. about that. Okay. So um, I wanted to see men for a couple reasons. And this, I think this might be kind of cool. I'm going to, I'm going to do some name dropping okay. when I was living in England. So I'll set this up really quick. Um, when I was living in England and I was studying in grad school, um, I was living in Stratford upon Avon, which oh. of course is where William Shakespeare's hometown is, but also built in that town is the Royal Shakespeare Company. Cool. And so all these great theater legends from the English stage, like Judy Dench, Ian McKellen, Patrick Stewart, Ray Fiennes, all these, Daniel Day-Lewis, they all acted at the Royal Shakespeare Company hmm. and in some cases began their, their acting careers on stage there. So... Uh, even in the time, the five years that I was there, I did rub shoulders with people who would go on to become famous. And one of them was Rory Kinnear. And Rory Kinnear um, is in all the James Bond movies. He's M's assistant in the Daniel Craig James Bond mm -hmm. movies. Uh, but Rory Kinnear came and played soccer or what they would call football mm -hmm. um, behind our college. He would hang out and he was hilarious. I seen him on stage a few times. So cool. funny. But he plays the main character, the main guy okay. in this movie uh, by Alex Garland. And I wanted to see it because Alex Garland's made some pretty weird but interesting movies. He's made um, Annihilation with Natalie Portman. Uh, and that's a, that is a wild sci-fi film. I'd love to know what you make of that if you've seen it. I haven't. You haven't seen it? Mm-mm. And then he made an other, another film I considered a masterpiece. It's um, Ex Machina. 
Um, oh, I've seen, I don't know if I've actually seen that, but I've heard of it. Oh, it's, it, I, it's, it's fantastic. It's got Oscar Isaac and Dom Hall Gleason. Yeah. Um, it's fantastic. Um, I don't want to go off on X Machina, <laughs> but it's, it's, fan, it's interesting. Okay. Um, so What's men basically about, yeah. So, I mean, I knew Alex Garland is going to make an interesting movie mm-hmm. and I also, Hey, Hey, Rory Kinnear's in yeah. this. Um, awesome. So let's go see it. And my wife, and I took my wife and, uh, we left the film and we were both looking at each other and we both had the same expression on our face, which was WTF. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I mean, we, I knew it was going to be creepy, but it was, I mean, I, it's days later and I still think about scenes in that film and I'm like, that's so weird. Cool. Um, without giving anything away, Rory Kinnear, if you've, and you know this by the trailer, he plays all, almost all of the male characters depicted in the movie. Wow. Uh, and you don't know what's going on here. Is he a shapeshifter? What? What is going on? He plays the village priest. He plays uh, the pub landlord in the pub. He plays uh, the groundskeeper. He plays the uh, the chavs, uh, which is uh, yeah. Well, that's a English thing for mm. the local kids that are up to no good. Uh. Um, and all I can tell you is, and I hope I don't give too much away, but I think the film is about toxic male masculinity. Okay, I think it's a very feminist film. Okay, that sounds yeah. good. Okay, a must watch then. Yeah. All right. So one one movie that I have seen saw it a couple of weeks ago is Everything Everywhere All at Once. Oh man. I don't know who acts in it. I don't know who directed it, but that movie blew me away. My brother recommended it highly, very highly, and he has. I think you and him could talk for hours about films and shows because you guys have very similar tastes and know a lot of the details of yeah. who, what, and when, and where, where, why, and all that. But anyway, this basically this movie, it, it is a multiverse drama, and but it has comedic elements to it. it. It's basically about a woman who is living an unfulfilling life with a boring man as her husband in our dimension, but she is actually, it's revealed, she is actually the key to survival of the whole multiverse against a mysterious force that threatens to turn life everywhere into nothing. And she has to f- jump around into dimensions from one dimension to another, trying to figure out how to save the day. Wow. And it's incredibly personal. Personal. It's incredibly fitting and uh, apl- applicable to to mankind in general. It's hilarious in some cases. It's really cool in some cases, like lots of action. And it's really heartwarming and touching in a lot of, a lot of places as well. So, I mean, I didn't know what to expect when I first went in there and like third of the way in there, I'm wiping away a tear. Like, what the heck is this? I didn't, yeah. I didn't, my brother didn't warn me about that. Yeah. So, definitely a must see. I, I would go see it in the theater because there is a lot of action. It's it, a lot of is a lot of it is in Mandarin Chinese, okay, which was fun for me because I, I still <clears throat> can speak that and, and understand it. I keep forgetting that you're fluent in Mandarin Chinese. I wouldn't say fluent, but I can get by. Okay, but it was that was fun, and then there's a whole bunch of kung fu, which is also awesome. So <laughs> that was really fun to watch. So anyway, I would I would definitely recommend watching that before it goes away. I. 
am so envious. Uh, I'm so envious. I, it, I've been hearing glowing, glowing things about it. Um, and I haven't been able to see it on the big screen. I'm going to try. Um, I'm so jealous. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's playing at a couple of theaters in our area. Okay. Still, I'm going to have to hunt so it down. It's, it's not too late. Yeah. Okay. So there are two more movies on the list that I don't think we need to talk about. These are passes for me. Jurassic Park World Dom- Domination. Okay. Uh, I'm just not going to see it. I won't even see it streaming. I've never been a real juris- uh, Jurassic Park fan, even okay. from the beginning. You? Um, yeah. I mean, the first two Jurassic Park films um, are fantastic. They're great. They're immersive. I mean, of course, what Spielberg did with the first Jurassic Park film is in its time when it was made is mm-hmm. a phenomenal achievement. It is. Um, yeah. But yeah, you're right. I mean, the other ones have been kind of like snoozers and even these three new ones. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. And I might pass on this as well at the cinema. Yeah. My kids aren't asking to go see it. And if they did, if they asked to go see it, okay, all right, I'll go see it. But they're yeah. not even interested. That's a free pass to not see it then. Yeah. Yeah, it'll stream again. Exactly. Again, wait it out and it'll stream yeah. eventually. <laughs> In a couple so, months, really. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then the last <laughs> one that I saw, I mean, there's Bob's Burger and there's some other show movies that I've just never even considered yeah. that I didn't even recognize. But the last one that I did recognize is Downton Abbey, A New Era. <laughs> okay. I watched the trailer. And I, I'm a fan of the show. The show was excellent. It was okay. really good. And even the first film was was good. I definitely am going to wait until this one comes on streaming. I'm not going to go see it in the theater. Just yeah. not going to do it. But uh, I'm sure it's a good story. Just I don't know if it's worth 20 bucks. Yeah, I, I, it's off my radar. And I'm an Anglophile. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything English. I right. lived there for six years. Um, I, I usually gobble this stuff up. Um my my oldest daughter's 13 and she's getting into the crown on mm-hmm. Netflix and I've watched a couple episodes and it's it's pretty dang good but Downton Abbey I'm like uh you know I, eventually I'll get to it and I'm just not going to go and watch a movie without watching the TV series that introduces the characters yeah, it wouldn't make any sense no there is one more film I want to mention that I that I'm looking forward to and that is um the next Thor film okay by T- Taika Waititi. That's oh. this Maori name. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> um With Chris Hemsworth and mm-hmm. Natalie Portman's coming back to play his That's love cool. interest. And uh, I've, the, if you've watched the trailer, it's it looks exciting and it looks fun. It looks like it doesn't take itself too seriously. That's they nice. Had a lot of fun. Yeah. That's nice. So that's coming out, I think, a couple weeks from now. Yeah, so. pretty yeah. quick. Okay. That's good. So... We've covered a lot of ground. There's plenty to see. Yeah. Some that are worth going out for right now and some that are worth just waiting. <laughs> and then others that are worth just skipping altogether. That's right. And of course, everyone to each their own. You know, there's, there's something for everyone. I think so. So that's all right. <laughs> all right. So, okay. So to recap... Uh, what is one movie that we've talked about that you definitely recommend going to see in the theater? I'm going to go as far to say that I expect for Top Gun to be everything everyone says it is. Okay. And I think that's worth your, I, I think that's worth your dollars. Okay. You know, like I mentioned, I've already, already seen everything everywhere all at once. Can't recommend that highly enough. 
but I am pretty stoked to see Doctor Strange. Cool. I'm not a Marvel nut or anything, but the visual spectacle that they put on is pretty freaking awesome. Yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty excited to see that. So, listener, what are you excited to see now and for the rest of the summer? What are you looking forward to? 